The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors. This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget. Last Friday, President Trump flew into Doral to tout his anti-drug push in the Caribbean. I know it very well. Little Venezuela, we call it. He called Doral Little Venezuela because it has the largest Venezuelan community in the U.S. Its real nickname, though, is actually Doralzuela. Trump was at Southcom, the U.S. military's southern command. The president has been trying to block money to Venezuela's authoritarian government. Billions in cash from drug trafficking are believed to be what's propping it up. That regime is widely blamed for destroying the country's economy, and Trump tried to reassure Venezuelans his pressure campaign will soon bring it down. Venezuela, we have it very well under control, and you know what we're doing, and we're in touch. But lately, Trump's Venezuela policy appears to be less under control and more under chaos. In May, a group of mercenaries was killed or captured trying to invade Venezuela and kidnap President Nicolas Maduro. They had a signed contract showing they'd been in talks with advisors to opposition leader Juan Guaido. The U.S. recognizes Guaido as Venezuela's legitimate president. But last week in Doral, Trump suggested to Telemundo he's less confident now in Guaido's ability to lead the movement against Maduro. He seems to be losing a certain power. We want somebody that has the support of the people. If Guaido seems weaker, Maduro seems stronger now than when Trump first vowed to help overthrow him 18 months ago. So a lot of Venezuelans here are calling for a new approach. For many, a more radical approach. Esteban Herbasi is a Venezuelan-American political consultant. He lives in Pinecrest now. He fled Venezuela a decade ago after the regime harassed him for his opposition work. He says that included an armed attack by regime thugs at his home in Caracas. Herbasi was once one of Guaido's political party bosses. He admires Guaido's courage, but he points out Guaido is 36 and he's concerned concerned he's too inexperienced. Herbasi also insists Trump's strategy of economic sanctions against the regime is not enough. The U.S. and its international allies must fund an armed insurgency inside Venezuela, Herbasi says, a bona fide guerrilla force. It's unlikely the U.S. military will ever invade Venezuela, so Herbasi feels this is the only way to bring the regime to the negotiating table, much like U.S.-supported Contra rebels forced the Nicaraguan regime 30 years ago. I'm hardly the only Venezuelan urging the U.S. to consider this, Herbasi says. Guaido says he has not asked the U.S. to consider building a guerrilla force inside Venezuela. Two opposition leaders close to Guaido asked not to be identified because they're not authorized to speak for him, but they told WLRN the idea of an armed insurgency has often been discussed. Other Venezuelan expats argue this is a fantasy and that it gets in the way of more realistic solutions. Francisco Poleo is a Venezuelan exile journalist in Miami. Everything fails because they want everything to happen right now, the fast-track option. Poleo, too, wants Venezuelan regime change. His father is also a journalist in exile here and is still harassed by the regime with bogus Interpol notices claiming he's wanted for crimes back in Venezuela. Poleo insists Trump, Guaido, and their international allies have to pursue the longer, harder work of negotiating new elections in Venezuela. Yeah, I understand your impatience. I mean, I'm impatient, you know, uh, but if you want to change a government, you can't promise a million 
military operation. That quick and magical solution never works. But Poleo and others point out the Venezuelan military's loyalty to Maduro is the reason he stays in power. And so the military does have to be a focus of any talks about political change. Michael Penfold is a political economy professor at the Advanced Management Studies Institute in Caracas. I don't think the military will accept any political change that they perceive leaves them at risk to any judicial process. So you have to provide an alternative for them that is attractive. That might be more difficult now. The U.S. has indicted Venezuela's defense minister on drug conspiracy charges. Still, actions like that have been popular with Venezuelan expats. And Trump hopes that helps him secure more Latino votes here in Florida. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. The Latin America Report is made possible by MBAF, CPAs and advisors.